I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is Marie Maloney, and she came to talk to me about the Kennedys, which I thought was an amazing topic, uh, something a little more uh, academic and historical than a lot of the others, uh, which was super fun for me as a, a bit of a change of pace, I guess, but I also think I totally showed my ignorance on a few things, um, I don't know, I'm not great at history stuff, uh, but Marie was super, super knowledgeable, specifically about Jackie O, um, and I learned so much, and related to it almost solely through, um, pop culture, uh, so get ready for that, uh, <laughs> Uh, my own ignorance aside, uh, I think this was a really fun episode, uh, and I think that Marie has a really specifically unique, uh, way of creatively accessing what she loves about the Kennedys, uh, as she has played Jackie O multiple times in her life, uh, which is cool. It's, it's, hey, if you like something or someone and are a creative person, why not let that influence you uh, in what you do as directly as Marie does by trying to uh, emulate it and uh, write about it? Um, why not? But why not? Uh, so, uh, enjoy that conversation. Um, I will just, you know, I'm going to jump directly into plugs. I feel like there was something else I was going to specifically talk about between the little informative intro and plugs, but you know what? It can wait. Slash, it may not have existed. Ooh, it is early and I am showing my tiredness. But, here we go. Here are plugs. Saturdays, October, 10.30, The Annoyance Theater little show called Splatter Theater. It's reader recommended, which is pretty cool. Come check that out. It's one of my most favorite things that I do in Chicago, or have done in Chicago, I guess I should say. Um, and I get to put a fake chicken on my hand. Fake chicken? Raw chicken. Oh boy, I gotta wrap this up. Um, seriously, come check that out. It's a total blast. We have a couple shows on Halloween night as well, so if you can't make it on Saturdays, wait until Halloween and uh, ring in that holiday properly. Uh, Tuesday nights at the Annoyance at 9.30 in the Small Theater, I'm participating in a show called Global Warming is a Myth with a group hosting that show called Sight Unseen, so that's been a lot of fun. And you should come check it out on a Tuesday at 9.30, if you so choose. I think those are the only live show plugs that I had, but I did remember that 
the thing I was going to talk about before the plugs was the fact that yesterday was National Podcast Day. I don't really ever understand these National Blah Blah Day things. National Hot Dog Day. National Sibling Day. But, whatever. If yesterday is an excuse for us to talk about podcasts we like, then so be it. Um, so check out the other Nerdalogs podcasts. Uh, that is Your Stories, the Nerdalog cast, and Talking Games with Tim and Clayton. On the most recent uh, episode of Your Stories, we had some other fellow Chicago podcast hosts on, such as Mark Coulomb, who has been on this show before. His show with his fiance, soon-to-be wife, Mel Evans, is called An Hour with Your Ex. It's great. Check it out. So much fun. Uh, all of the peaches and hot sauce shows are a lot of fun. They have many to offer, so if you don't like one, you may like another one. I've done, um, Making New Friends with Paddle Rourke. That was a total blast. Um, I also recently guested on a newer podcast with Rob Grabowski, who's done this show before, and Josiah Jenkins, who probably will do this show eventually. That show is called The Remake, and I talked about how I would remake The Big Green, so that was a delight. Uh, other Chicago, oh, um, the improvised Star Trek is always something that I will continue to talk about as long as they keep doing it, and maybe even a little bit after that, because I think it's probably worth talking about it, even if they decide to hang up their phasers. Did you see what I did? Did you guys see what I did there? Oh, boy. I feel like there's probably other shows um, that are great that are produced in Chicago that I am forgetting, but... I am going to stop talking and let you enjoy my conversation with Marie Morley. You said you live close to here too, right? I do. I live at Kenmore in school. Oh, yeah. So, like, basically, I just tell people, I'm like, I live right by the Bay Littles. And they're like, oh. Yeah, that's so fun. I mean, I always say Shubas. I'll say, I say Belmont Southport usually. Yeah. And they're like, right by Shubas? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how uh, Chicago kind of works that way, where uh, it's not like I live at the corner of Belmont and Southport, mm-hmm. but it's close enough that... Uh, you need to know the landmark. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Chicago's very much like a landmark uh, descri- or describing yes. city. I'm not... Saying that eloquently, but no, you know I, what I mean. <laughs> I, it's accurate, though. It's very much just and and the thing is, uh, yeah, you can say that, and then you live just off on some side street in a normal, mm-hmm. functional neighborhood. Yeah. I, I like that about Chicago that you don't have to live right. I mean, I don't have to hear like people drunkenly leaving shubas at right. two in the morning or something mm-hmm. like that, and. But I also live, you know, within five minutes of there. Yeah. Or a five-minute walk is what I was going to say. Uh, so it's nice. There's a few other little... I feel like this is a, a hot spot for improvisers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're in the um, Belmont Theater District now. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a... Uh, um, uh, advertisement for the speaking of eloquence i saw an ad for the belmont theater district when i was getting on the brown line uh to leave town this weekend 
And uh, it had a picture from... Oh, I'm not even going to remember who's on it. But it was just like three... It was just like a picture of three people and I knew all three of them. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was this Belmont Theater District thing that had something for, you know, Studio B. It's, it yeah. still says Studio B and the Annoyance and the Playground and uh, um, Stage 703 and all that stuff. It was just funny. It's always funny to have those little small world moments yeah. of like, oh, there's some people I know going to get on the train now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I always like it, though. Uh, My guest today is Marie Maloney. She's going to be talking to me about her love of and knowledge of the Kennedys. That's right. In general, all all All, bunch of them. All of them. (laughs) Uh, Well, I love some more than others. Yeah. You know, the popular ones, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll, We'll get into that. Um... I don't know why this is the question that I want to ask before I ask anything else, but have you seen the short-lived television show Clone High? No, it's but so I good, know man. that JFK is a character on He's it. He's totally a character on it. You where gotta... would I find... Is it on Netflix or... It's not on Netflix, I don't think. If I had to guess, I think it's on Hulu. Okay. Maybe if you have like... If you steal that Hulu Plus account, which is how I access Hulu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely look into I that. I guess it's, it's on Hulu, but I could be wrong. People have told me that I need to see it for just for the character of JFK. That doesn't totally surprise me. Which Do you is know what, who voices him? Um, I know Will Forte is one of the major characters, but I think he's Abe Lincoln. Okay. I don't think he's Kennedy. Okay. Uh, But one of the reasons that I bring that up to start things off, first of all, it's a great show. It's hilarious. It's so unique. I can't imagine that any, like, it. I th- even for an animated show, it's very unique. The concept is, I don't know if you know or not, but at least for the audience, uh, that... All in the 80s, um, government employees uh, exhumed a bunch of famous people and made genetic copies of them. So they were all the same age. So they Amazing. put them yep. in the same high school because they were this unique like breed of people. So it's a hypothetical situation <laughs> where... Uh, like Abe Lincoln, JFK, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, um, Gandhi, uh, a few other, um, main characters are all friends in high school. (laughs) Fantastic. And it's hilarious. Uh, but also historically fun. Uh, Um, I I do. I like, I think part of my love of the Kennedys just comes from the fact that I love history and just mm-hmm. a kind of learning about the past so that sounds right up my alley it definitely does comedy combined with uh so uh but it was the first venture of the two guys who wrote and directed um the lego movie and the 21 and 22 jump street movies really and the cloudy the chance of meatball movies but i haven't seen those okay. <laughs> i have seen cloudy the first one uh-huh um and lego movies so i feel like i would definitely be yeah so they're they're kind of i feel like those guys are kind of on 
on the way up. Oh, but it's just like definitely when I put together that they also did that. I was just like, holy shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. Uh, but there's a line in the intro to and that is actually in the show where uh, JFK says. Uh, I'm a Kennedy. I can't handle tragedy. So, like, I can't separate that from how I think about the Kennedys now. I Because it's hilarious to me. Oh, um, God. So that's my thing that I'll start out with. But now I'll let you talk about the Kennedys. Uh, how do you feel like your love... Where do you feel like the inception of your love for the family was? Um, I certainly know where it started. When I was in uh, first or second grade... Oh, wow. Uh, um, I got a book at the book fair. Yes, Scholastic. <laughs> the Scholastic book fair. Hell yeah. Um, about um, presidential assassinations. Wow. <laughs> what a lofty, first or second grade. <laughs> a lofty subject for a first grader <laughs> to dive into. <laughs> wow. Why do you think, did you think you just had like a morbid curiosity? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I it was just like. so funny. I wish I remember the, the title of the book and I'm sure it's still at my parents' place but it was um i mean it was for like young kids i guess uh and it was all about the presidential assassinations um so i and i i mean i like i said i really love history so i'm intrigued by like lincoln's and uh garfield's assassinations too and Mm -hmm. there's mckinley i believe Mm -hmm. is another one um of course and of course kennedy but like I don't know. The Kennedys always have struck a chord with me. Like, I'm Irish Catholic. Okay. So, uh, like, I don't know, being brought up in that... Being Irish Catholic is different than being just, like, a regular Christian. Or yeah. just, like... I totally agree I'm with you. a blanket German Catholic. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's very different. And it, I... It's definitely a specific... It's specific culturally. Yes. And not just... Religiously, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, something that you identify with heritage-wise, right. like, it's certainly as pretty specific. I totally get that. Yeah, when I when people ask me like what my religious it, uh, what my religion is, I'm like, well, I'm culturally Catholic because I don't yeah. really go to church anymore. Sure, but like, th- there's a different way of being brought up like, yeah. when you're an Irish Catholic kid. Sure. It's different. And I think actually that um, like uh, a lot of uh, people from uh, or who are brought up like uh, for like like Latino Catholics mm-hmm. are like almost kind of like similar mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. There's a weird like superstition that goes along mm-hmm. with the Catholicism because okay. that is actually like directly like in contrast with the teaching. Sure, yeah. I could see that. Uh-huh. Uh, but it comes from, like, uh, Ireland originally being a pagan country and being converted to Catholicism. There's, like, these weird, uh, like, pagan Remnants. superstition. Yeah. Uh, ritual, superstitious, like, things that people do that are not necessarily Catholic. Uh-huh. It's just, like, a tradition. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's very strange. Like I studied what? abroad there too. So oh, cool! Like, Where were um, you? I studied in Dublin, uh-huh. but I went all over the place. Cool. I um, uh, I went on a study abroad trip to uh, 
Dublin and the UK. So I was in Dublin for like three weeks. We went a few places in Ireland, but I'm sure it wasn't for as long as you were there because we were in London for a bulk of the trip. Mm -hmm. But I loved Dublin. It was fun. I really, I liked it there too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, there's, so you asked me like what? Um, yeah. Like a, for instance, that happened to me is uh, when I was a baby, like my parents were so excited to finally like have had me. Like, Are you they the were, oldest? I am. And they, my parents had a hard time like having a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, when I was first born, um, my mom brought me to my great grandmother, who's, uh, my dad's grandmother. So my okay. dad's side is like more Irish okay. than my mom's a little bit. Uh, but she like brought me over to see her. She was like, her name is Bridget too. And she was like, Bridget, like this is Marie. We're so excited. And, um, she took me in her bathroom and used her holy water that she had oh from when God. she, cause she was, uh. She immigrated here when she was, like, uh, 18 or 19. Oh, cool. So she had, like, holy water that she, like, kept for, like, emergencies. Oh, my God. And she baptized me, which, like, if the church where I got baptized found out about that, like, that's not okay. Like, yeah. that needs to be done by a priest. Especially and that's in the very Catholic church yeah. is very specific about yeah. baptisms. So it's stuff like that where, like... That's so funny. Not okay. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, um, but yeah, there's like a, a, a sense of like duty and you kind of have like, there's, it's very definitely patriarchal. Mm -hmm. Like you kind like the, like your dad is like, you know. What he says Yeah, goes. what dad says goes. And the Kennedys definitely embody that. Interesting. Uh, with like them, like with uh, JFK and all of his brothers kind of take like, basing their lives around what their dad's dream for their family was. Uh -huh. So I can relate to that, but it's not something I practice. Right. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Like, my dad wanted me to be a lawyer, and I'm an improviser. <laughs> that a, Sorry, Dad. Uh, Time to say are a change. Yeah. <laughs> do you, so do you have brothers and sisters? I do. Okay. Um, I have two brothers and a sisters, and we're girl boy, girl boy. That's so, fun. Yeah. What are, uh, but if you're the oldest, then your other siblings can't be too old. No, you know? um, my, the brother after me is 24 and he okay. lives in Washington, D.C. Uh, my next sister is 23 and she just graduated last, in May. Gotcha. Um, and my other brother's 22 and he goes to Wisconsin-Madison. Cool. So. Uh, so your brother in D.C., does he do something political? He does. Oh, um, fun. He works for, um... Oh gosh, let me get the name of it right. Um, oh. <laughs> um, oh, it's so. Oh, it's Booz Allen Hamilton. Okay. Which, like, uh, I don't really even understand what they do, but uh, they have, like, ties to being, like, kind of a spy organization. Whoa! Um, so, I'll have to ask him more about it, but okay. what, to me, what he does sounds or a lot like... Or to see if he can tell you anything more about it, right? right. <laughs> to me, what he does sounds or a lot a like uh, what Deloitte cons consultants do, <laughs> except for with, like, uh, they get a lot of government contracts rather oh. than, like, clients being like, help w us with this. check this out? <laughs> gotcha. Interesting. Okay. That's so funny. That uh, you kind of have that 
tie to it at least a bit as mm-hmm. well. So did you guys all grow up in Ohio or did, is that just Oh no, I'm actually, I went to Miami, Ohio, but um, I grew up in the South Suburbs. Oh. I grew up in a town called Mokina, which is close to uh, like Tinley Park and Orland Park. Cool, yeah. I know where yeah. Tinley Park is yeah. for sure. That's awesome. Okay, I don't know if I realized that. So you left the area for school and then mm-hmm. came back to Chicago? Yes, awesome. that's correct. Cool. Um, well, I like to kind of, I love that that uh, was immediately a tie that you feel like you have to it. Like being able to relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that sense awesome. Of, like that very strong sense of family is something uh, I get. And my dad is one of eight, so his oh, extended wow. family is like enormous and uh, we like, they cling very tightly to like the like, uh, Irish heritage aspect of like our culture. So. Sure, sure. I mean, that's that's really cool that your uh, great grandmother, you know, yeah. was <laughs> directly from Ireland. Uh, what county or where? Uh, county Clare. Okay, cool. My uh, my roommate's last name is Corkery, so she's literally from County Cork. Cork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when she went on study abroad, because we went to college together, we didn't go on study abroad at the same time though. But when she went on study abroad, her parents and brother came to visit her, and they all went to County Cork and like found this yeah bar their that ancestral like, home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a bar that is like the Corkery or whatever. That's and, so yeah. cool. So they kind of got to, like, tie those things back, which is pretty cool. Yeah, my last name is Smith. Very wide and plain. (laughs) Trace that back. (laughs) A bunch of other people named Smith. (laughs) Uh, So, so you started with this presidential assassinations assassinations book, which is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Where do you feel like it went from there? Oh, boy. I know exactly where I went from there. Oh, Uh, perfect. Probably about a year later, I was... Uh, so in third in, grade. Yeah, so in fourth third grade. grade, yes. Uh, we had to do a biography project. Okay. And uh, pick, you know, a famous person from... Uh, I believe we were allowed to do any historical time, but... Okay. Uh, a famous person from history, and you had to dress up like them and, like, <laughs> explain your life. Uh-huh. So I chose... Uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. Awesome. Um, and that's, I think, where my uh, interest in them, like, really peaked and blossomed. Okay. Uh, because she is so cool and so fascinating. And basically, I, like, I did all the research. I, like, spent, <laughs> spent so much time, like, finding the perfect outfit. Of I course. found a, a little... Uh, pink <laughs> dress suit, oh and I had a God. white pillbox hat, and like I got gloves, That's and like was incredible. dressed to the nines. How many times have you done that in your life? Uh, Found well, costumes <laughs> to be Jackie O. Well, at this point now, uh, twice. Okay, okay. Um, I knew and I had I've, to have re- at least one. I recycled time. that the the last time uh, four times or five <laughs> times so far. Okay, um, so you've only had to do it a couple times, but you but you, you got admit, yeah, good use. I'm still getting mileage out of the last outfit <laughs> I, I bought. But um, so we were asked to do this project, and mm-hmm. I did Jackie O, and I was the first person to go out of the whole class. Wow. Um, and <laughs> this is where it gets like next level. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, it was, I, I was the first person to go, and we were start, like, 
those presentations were starting our school day. Wow. And I came to school and I wouldn't go inside. Like I wouldn't go in the classroom and uh, and I stayed in character. Like I spoke to my teacher in character and I was like, <laughs> uh, I, I listened to recordings over two and I was like, uh, I won't be going in until everyone's seated and ready to hear my presentation. Uh, so, and that's when I watched like the color drain from my teacher's face and like just realized like something. Oh, damn. This little girl. <laughs> this girl is like entertainingly but frighteningly very into Jack. Yeah. <laughs> very weird. Um, so I walked in, I walked in in character. Your poor teacher. I, I walked in in character. I did my whole, uh, presentation about her. I had like a little board where I like refer to pictures of her. Um, and I, I think I nailed it. I'm pretty I, you positive. Have to. I did. You have to. Uh, cause I kind of just like, at the end of it, I just watched my teacher's face, like, still in Me. awe. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. What, what just happened? And I was the first one. So, oh, no, that was my phone. How did I not turn it off? Oh, no worries. Uh, I was, I was, I think she was just like, oh, my God, this girl just, like, character acted into the so room. And we have, like, funny. 30 more of these to go. <laughs> and everyone else is going to be like... Mother Teresa was a very good woman who saved, helped a lot of sick people. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, and they were definitely far less entertaining. Um, I use Mother Teresa because I remember in fifth grade dressing up as Mother Teresa for some reason. Uh, and I had like... I'm just basically, I think I just chose Mother Teresa because I could just throw on a white right. sheet and like a white towel <laughs> yeah. and uh, no, I was, call it a day. I was all about the accessorizing <laughs> and finding my like perfect pearls for it. And uh... <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, Where's the Kennedy family originally from? Um, the Kennedys are from Boston. Okay. So they're that, like, I should have The, the Kennedy homestead is in Hyannisport. Okay, uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Um, and Jackie's originally from New York. Oh, I think I did know that mm -hmm. at some point. Uh, so, what about her specifically? We'll focus in on Jackie because sure, yeah. she's that's kind of where oh you're... yeah, that's like where my heart is. Yeah. But I love them all. So, right. <laughs> uh, where do you? I mean, you said that you feel like that she's just like this incredibly fascinating woman, and have apparently felt that way since the third or fourth grade. Yes. Uh, tell me about her. What's, what, like, tricks oh, or triggers so much she's about Jack? She's just, like, I mean, she is, like, she's everything I kind of wish I was. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of, like, all the, man, she's, like, all the best aspects of, like, a person you could be. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she had, like, kind of a strange childhood for being, like, um, so, like, from an affluent family. Sure. Um, her... Her parents divorced when she was, like, uh, three or four years old. Which would have been far more rare at the time. Right. I'm much sure. more rare at the time. Um, she was born Catholic, so okay. that's, like, another thing that, like, drew All of Kennedy yeah. uh, to her, uh, was that, like, they shared a common religion. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, I mean, she grew up in kind of, she went to boarding schools, like, she was one of those, like, 
she's from like a very affluent family. Mm-hmm. Um, her stepfather's name is Auchincloss, which is uh, <laughs> like he was a I can't remember. I believe he was just like a New York businessman, yeah. but he was very wealthy. So kinda... they went from being like kind of wealthy, and her dad Jack Bouvier being like kind of a drunk and a gambler to being very wealthy with like her stepdad and her mom and she has like a step sibling um, okay she also has a sister lee um so like yeah she led a very nice life um she went to vassar oh, for college uh, so she's very well educated and then after that she got a job in dc as like an inquiring camera girl so That's she would like so take great. pictures of politicians actually i can't remember if it was new york or dc one of either it way. was a paper in either New York or DC, and um, she would like be taking pictures just out and about of like politicians, and she would just kind of you know ask them questions. And at that time, still of course, like women weren't you know treated yeah. very equally in the workplace. But she was just like a beautiful young woman woman asking politicians and influential people questions. That's like, so cool. That's, what more do you need? Yeah, you know? that's awesome. And that's how she was introduced to Jack through that kind of circle. She actually interviewed him okay. for that segment that she did. That's awesome. And then she would kind of run into him in uh, DC circles and uh, Joe Kennedy really liked her because she was Catholic, one. <laughs> and two, he just knew she was from such a good family and uh-huh. was so well-bred she's very like she was very charming and like still was like up to the day she died she's a very charming like well-spoken yeah i feel like she was one of the first uh first ladies who really has that iconic like presence yes you know what i mean and and i i I think michelle obama has a similar presence as a as a first lady there's a lot i see a lot of similarities in michelle and Jackie. I think Jackie was just a little more um, adamant about... Like, Jackie was a huge... Uh, she spoke, like, three to four languages. Wow. Um, she spoke French fluently. Mm-hmm. She was a huge... I, be- I believe you call it a Francophile? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she was a huge Francophile. She stu- she went to the... Uh, she studied at La Sorbonne, I believe, uh, for a while in college. But she loved culture, and she, like, really respected the way that they preserved their culture and they had like a like a minister i don't quote me on this but they had like a whole government like wing agency agency dedicated to preserving art the arts and like bringing arts to the public yeah yeah so that like when they got into the white house that was like her big cool thing which is so cool because she um, what people, a lot of people don't know that the White House today that we see, like that the public is allowed to see, and parts of it that they're not allowed to see, mm-hmm. are all because of her. Cool. She restored the whole White House to its like original state, and she's responsible for like the red room, the green room, interesting, like, restoring that stuff to the time, like the proper time period uh-huh. of like after the first White House burned down. I don't know exactly uh, what it was. I have no idea. Uh, after James Madison, I believe. She restored like she restored all the rooms because That's... prior to them, mm-hmm. the first family was allowed to decorate the White House however they wanted. <laughs> and they visited the Eisenhowers there, I believe, before they moved in. Mm-hmm. And um 
all their furniture was from Sears, <laughs> and she was appalled. But That's rightfully so. so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially if you, I just feel like you would expect there to be a certain amount of culture and history mm-hmm. there. Uh, that's so funny. That is really cool. Yeah. Uh, that she had that, um, you know, attraction to... I believe she had the, the White House declared... Oh, she had the White House declared a national museum. Yeah. So, after the Kennedys, no one was allowed to touch... Like, there are certain living quarters that they're allowed to change yeah, sure. as they see fit. Uh-huh. But, like, those special rooms, like the red room, the b- blue room, like... There's not, I don't want to call it the Great Hall, but it's definitely not called that. That's Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but there's a, I distinctly remember there's a hallway in which, like, all the president's uh, portraits uh-huh. are hung. Uh-huh. That is not allowed to be touched. And there's, like, a First Lady's, like, the same way. And that's, so that's cool. not, like, none of that's allowed to be touched because, because of her. That's so cool. Like, no one can come in and do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are all total, totally reasonable and respectable reasons to look up to her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what a cool... I feel like, uh, even, like I said, I feel like she, in my mind, she was one of the first first ladies who really had that presence, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's such a respectable thing for her to want to, you know? Yes. It, it seems like it wasn't just because... JFK was this, like, very specific, very, like, uh, you know, important president, I would say. Uh, I think she independently had that, like, mm-hmm. presence and personality in in front of everyone. Right. And they're both very smart. Like, um, obviously, when we talk about JFK, really, like, you think of, like, him being a womanizer and, like, all yeah. the affairs. But they really did... This, like despite those problems, which are clearly problems, they made a great team. They were, he respected that she was so smart, yeah. and their gifts to each other are unbelievable. Like he would hire someone to find her like very significant like historical jewelry. Interesting. Like oh god, what's one thing he gave her? Um, I know I know a bunch of the stuff he gave her, but he like uh. He bought. He would get her gifts that were like um, a bracelet excavated from like County Wexford in Ireland. Cool. That like, uh, like some of the first like uh, gales oh, would okay. like had like hewn out of like <laughs> iron. So funny. It's like stuff like that. It's really specific. Um, uh, it sounds like the way you said they were a great team. Reminds me of like House of Cards. Yes, like Frank Underwood and uh, I don't know Robin Wright Penn's character name or Robin oh, Wright's character name. I can't name, be but, right now, but I love her. But yeah, oh, um, and she's a uh, Claire. Claire, yes. Yeah, Frank and Claire Underwood as these like not necessarily totally loyal or totally like mm, romantic couple yes. but they like have this specific understanding of one another mm-hmm. and uh all of the complications therein i'm not i don't think that the you know it's a totally one for yeah. one comparison but it reminded me of that oh absolutely um yeah i don't know like man i mean we're gonna or- open up a can of worms here uh, <laughs> by me saving this perhaps but like 
sometimes like you have a partner in your great team, but like people have their vices, you mm-hmm. know? And like him sleeping around was mm-hmm. like his dad did like he didn't have good a good role model mm-hmm. either. Um his his dad was like that too. Interesting. But however, uh that's not to say that you can't uh, not follow in your parents' footsteps sure. because Bobby was very loyal to his wife and had like a farm full of kids. <laughs> he had so many kids. So that's not to say certainly that it's like nature over nurture, but yeah, like, sure. people have their vices and Interesting. no one's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and no marriage is perfect. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For better or yeah, worse. Yeah, for better or worse, and sometimes there's a lot of worse. <laughs> That's so, yeah. It's just hard to, I think those kind of situations, it's like, but it was Jackie O. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> of all the people, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, so it, I think that's always a, it's like, adultery is never, you know, Yeah, we're, we're not, yeah, we're not rooting for it or anything right. over here. But at the same time, it's like, you look at it and you want that to be some sort of like beacon or stalwart. Yeah. Know, thing. And I think in a weird, messed up way, like, this is just me speculating, but I've read a lot about it. I think in a sure. weird, messed up way, like, sex was like kind of less meaningful to JFK. Like, interesting. You know? Yeah. Like, the partnership was more worthwhile and like these women that he was with were disposable interesting you know yeah yeah uh not like i mean clearly him and jackie had sex they have two kids and they also (laughs) had two stillborns so wow uh or they had not stillborns but two children who died miscarriages Um, yeah miscarriages so um interesting mm -hmm. when was that like when did that happen in the so, timeline of their in the timeline that's of their relationship? Never an easy thing. Yeah, to in the go timeline through. of their relationship, um, they had a daughter before Caroline. Okay, who they miscarried, and they named her Arabella. Which can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, an Arabella Kennedy. Um, anyway, they had a daughter before Caroline that uh, they miscarried. Can you imagine? Um, I. I'm not positive. They might have had um, more that, like, that not even enough time had passed for it to be... Come to turn. To, yeah, to come... Yeah. Like, for them to even know. Because, like, technology then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then they had Caroline. Then they had John John. And then after that, she was pregnant when they were in the White House. Wow. And she gave birth to Patrick, uh, who died uh about like 36 hours after he was born wow. so he was born i didn't realize that was during while they were in the white house mm-hmm. he's um he's buried next to jfk wow and now jackie in arlington national cemetery i've been to arlington national cemetery yeah um so what uh, okay, let's talk about JFK yeah. first. Okay, sure. Before I mean, there's, I we can go plenty ask the question that I want to ask to see how you feel about it in general. Ooh, but okay. but uh, but how do you like? You know, we talked about his womanizing, mm-hmm. and uh, we touched on the fact that you read about his assassination in a child's book. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about? I mean, he's one of the most iconic presidents, if not. 
the most iconic president. I, I would agree with you there. Yeah, like I would have really like I. The world would be so much different if he had not been. It seems uh, like it. assassinated. I mean, people but cite also that... like. I don't know if he would be as iconic if he yeah, had not been. I don't think so either. It's hard to say. Um, I really would have, you know, it would, it would have been cool to see what he did with his presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think our problems in Vietnam would have escalated uh, so much in that mm-hmm. time. Um, also, just like, he's he was so level-headed. Like, the Cuban Missile Crisis, like... Mm-hmm. People only knew about that after the fact, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, his whole, like, the, oh, God, who's, like, the military guy that reports directly to the president? Uh, like, this Secretary of State, Colin, mm. like, what Colin Powell was. Possibly, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm getting them confused in my head. I, but, like, I'm not everybody was goading him to, 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 you know, <laughs> Don't judge him. us right now. Sorry. I'm not good at government. <laughs> from the Bay of Pigs, like, debacle. Sure. To not trust them. Okay. Uh, when it came to, like, these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually kind of, uh, like, would turn in and kind of just consult with Bobby and his, like, very close cabinet. Interesting. Um, so, I, like, to just, like, I think he was just, like, so cool and so level-headed mm-hmm. about that whole thing. Uh, because had he listened to them and just, like, you know, struck before they struck. Who knows? It could have been a completely yeah, different Yeah, we might not live situation. in the world we live in today. Right. Had that happened. Right. So. Interesting. Uh, and who, yeah, it's like you said, what other crises could he have kind of avoided or abated? Yeah. He, and I mean, had he not, it's interesting, it's hard to speculate, but like, because he was assassinated, that's how, like, Bobby kind of rose in his political mm-hmm. career. Um, and then Bobby was assassinated, and, like, I think the world would be a much just better place. Because he would have, he won the nomination, I believe, or he was about to win it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, he was about to win the Democratic nomination if he hadn't won it that night, I believe. And, like, oh, he yeah, was just, like, such right. a compassionate... Like, good, the whole, like, everything that JFK, um, did with, like, the civil rights movement was mm-hmm. kind of on the encouragement of Bobby. Interesting. Um, cause, like, Bobby went down to Mississippi and, like, saw, like, the stuff, ha- like, a bunch of stuff that was happening there firsthand. He was like, this is not okay. Like, we have to take a stand against this and, like. Wow. Stand. That's crazy. I, uh, well, how do you, how, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about the assassination? Like, how do you feel about the assassination? Oh, like, what, what do you do think I about think how really it's happened? all? Yeah, yeah. What do you think um, about like the controversy that surrounds it? I recently read Conspiracy. something um, that said uh, the Warren Commission finally did eventually come out and say that it was probably a conspiracy. Really? Yeah. So, but I think it was like all these years later, right? I just also, feel like, like who's alive so... that was on the right. Warren Commission? Yeah. Is there anyone left? I feel like there's so much 
I feel like in any big tragedy like that, people just want to be able to explain it. You know, aside from it just being, oh, this disgruntled person or these disgruntled people just wanted to cause chaos. I I mean, but there's so many instances. I I mean, on one hand, I did just say that. But on the other hand, there's almost every other instance of assassination in America, at least, Mm -hmm. has been one person just deciding to do this. Have you are you familiar uh with Assassins? The Sondheim, the Sondheim musical. musical. I love Stephen Sondheim. That is one of the few I have not seen. I can't believe I haven't. Girl. I know. This is crazy. I know. Uh it's so good. It I, is so I need especially, to just like YouTube it one day. Especially if you're already like into as all of this as a thing. My friend James just gave me a book called Assassination Vacation, <laughs> in which I guess this James Dugan. James Dugan, yes. Yeah. Hi, James. <laughs> Hi. Um, he just gave me this book called Assassination Vacation, where this woman apparently uh, just kind of goes around to like the the sites of the assassination attempts wow. and like the. The industry that's created by these moments—it's nonfiction, yes. Oh, cool. That it's like the industry that's created behind these moments in history. Interesting. Yeah, I I think she delves a lot into the Lincoln uh assassination, and again, again, he like just gave it to me yesterday. So, Uh (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why I brought up assassins is because so much of the play is about. Um, the reasonings behind the assassination attempts, mm-hmm. like because some of them, a lot of them are unsuccessful. Obviously, it's a, it's a cast of like you know ten people or so, right. and a decent number of those uh, are just are about you know f- failed attempts. Um, but there's one, <laughs> the song that is. Uh, just, it's this, like, beautiful song that is seemingly just a really traditional love ballad, but it's, uh, it's, I don't, I can't remember which characters it is, but, uh, it's a guy who, uh, and you may be able to help me with this, it's the guy who, uh, attempted, um, to assassinate the president because he apparently wanted to get gain the attention of Jodie Foster. Oh, um, was that um, no, the person that that was for Ronald Reagan, right? I think so. Oh man, I uh, yeah, I, like I said, I should definitely. But the guy know. who ended up catching the bullet was like William Brady. Oh yeah, his, yeah, that does sound familiar. His Secret Service detail because yeah. there's like the Bra- like Brady Law. Yeah. Um, I, and I think it's for, uh, like, Americans with Disabilities okay. Act, because he was in a wheelchair after that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I, oh, man, I'm trying to remember. I can't... I know. I, I'm familiar with the play and with, like, the historical significance of it, and I can't pinpoint... I know. Was it phone? I uh, yeah, I have mine like, on me. The easiest uh, thing Yeah. Up. We sh- I should just look this up instead of stumbling through it. But, and then... So it's him, um, and he's writing or singing to uh the way that it is staged is that he is singing um a duet with a woman who 
uh, I don't think it's Squeaky from, but she attempted an assassination for uh, Charles Manson, like oh, okay. as. Um, but the song is called "Unworthy of Your Love," and they're both uh, singing to the person that they were attempting the assassination for. They're not necessarily singing to one another, but the okay. duet sounds like a like duet with one yeah. another. It's really interestingly Man, written. He's just brilliant. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind basically just like Sondheim being a fucking badass. Um, let's see. Uh, but the, the, literally the first song out of the gate, like the overture song is called everybody's got, a, got the right. And it's basically the idea that is like, uh, everybody's got the right to be happy and in, in, and for these assassins for one reason or another, their, this their idea of that is, is assassinating someone. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's now just, it's just gonna bother me if I don't know. Uh, John Hinckley is the one who attempted us to assassinate Reagan. Okay. And, yep. uh, musical numbers. Hink, it is Squeaky From, I was right. Yeah! And she attempted to assassinate Gerald Ford, um, as. Oh, okay, I remember that. Yeah. Or reading about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I remember when that happened uh, in yes. my lifetime. Um, but it's so... Again, assa Assassins is another thing for me that's like... Uh, Humiliated by my weakness and my impotence. This, so this is uh, I can change. him <laughs> speaking to Jody. Um, but it's like... So it's like this nice little sweet love song, but it's these horribly messed up people. God. Uh, it's so interesting, and uh, I think oh, oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, but what I was gonna say is that I think it's another good example, like Clone High, of just like using history. And exploring it in a completely unique way. Right. Uh, I actually, so I've played, um, so I, so I talked about the first time I dressed up as uh, Jacqueline Kennedy in third grade. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been doing it recently as part of a show that I wrote with um, Courtney Crary and Caroline Nash called Dead Broads Yapping. Yeah. And um, I play Jacqueline Kennedy Courtney plays Joan of Arc, and Caroline plays Amelia Earhart. Awesome. And the premise of our show, and I'm not even doing this as a show plug because yeah. it's not running right now, guys. Calm <laughs> down. Just let her talk about um, her show. <laughs> the premise is that in the afterlife, three, these three women host a talk show, and all the guests <laughs> that come on the talk show are dead as well. That's we only awesome. have dead guests, and we run it like a true, like, morning type talk show rather cool. than like late night yeah which is pretty oversaturated right now yeah um, agreed <laughs> but it's truly run, run like a morning t talk show because we have our guests um we like we'll ask them questions about their lives they're not promoting anything okay um and then we do like audience interaction and like pro they win like prizes and stuff that's the, great much the way that like Ellen the view or, or Ellen yeah, yeah. like 
operate. Sure. That's it's like so a fun. more fun and whimsical and also very much a more feminine like show. I love that. So yeah. Kathy Lee and Hoda sipping <laughs> on white wine and talking about South Pacific. That's the only actual Kathy well, not the only. One of the only times I ever watched an episode of Kathy Lee and Hoda, and Hoda. on uh, the Today Show, right? Um, it was after um, SNL had really popularized like making fun of them when uh, Michaela Watkins would play oh, right, Oda yeah. Kotti and uh, Kristen Wiig was doing Kathy Lee. And I had only seen that and I was just like, man, this is like, they're really digging in kind of thing. And then I saw an actual clip from the Today Show and, and I was like, you're like this oh. is not far off. Yeah, it's actually really <laughs> accurate. Um but yeah, it's like with what you're talking about with like uh, Clone High and to like a more, I don't know, intelligent and artistic extent with Assassins, mm-hmm. it's really fun to like uh, use the veil of like a historical character that everybody knows to produce comedy. Sure. Um, because I, as much as I idolize Jackie, uh, and I especially try and dress like her in, yeah, in that's my awesome. real life. She says, with pearls on, uh, <laughs> even though she, or I pearl earrings, like... pearl earrings, <laughs> even though she just came from the gym. That's, that's <laughs> really what's happening right now, because, um, I do, like, I, I dress like her, when I pick out outfits, I, I actually think, like, what would Jackie wear? <laughs> like, I love that. Uh, uh, I love that. I'll I'll dive into that in a second, but uh, it's really cool to filter like comedy and just uh, your take on something through uh, that lens. Sure. Because especially her, because she's as much as I idolize her, we're she's so different from me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so much smarter and <laughs> well educated, and I'm like more crass and loud. Mm-hmm. And she was like a very soft woman but she had just like a rapier wit and could she's what I think is amazing about her is she would never she could turn a phrase where like uh what she says to you Mm -hmm. if you if you like read it like if you read out the sentence is like that's a a kind statement Uh, but the way she spins it or like the right um, like adjectives, she, like she, like if someone was insulting her, she talked about um, the Eisenhower's once. Um, I think it's Mamie Eisenhower. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Talking about them being in the White House, and apparently the Eisenhowers hated Catholics, so wow. was, Mamie was pissed that they're that uh, Jackie was moving in with her uh-huh. with her two uh, Mick children, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she heard about Mamie. Uh, Talking about them and being like, like oh, uh, those Catholics moving into the White House, and uh, like apparently she made that sound, but she's like, oh, you know, she made some sweet sound like a raspberry. That's she so to funny. Like to say that, like yeah. that already makes her like Mamie sound like an idiot, and you're she, you already and took she the looks, ca- you took the high road and skewered her at the same time. That like, is dumb. It's just like that artful wordplay yeah. is the way. She spoke that's so on a cool. regular basis. Awesome. All the time. That's and so that's cool. Like, and what a fun thing to try to like emulate yeah. and write towards. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Because so my segment is like talking about the fashion of today, like cool. in the modern world. And uh, 
it, it takes like, it takes me a, not a while to write, but I really have to get in the mode of thinking like her mm-hmm. uh, in order to like make fun of the stuff because I have to make fun of it without truly making like truly being like just tearing into it. Right. You have to make fun of it right. in like, a sweet and respectful way. That's so but, cool. But while still like what a fun challenge. Steering. Yeah, yeah the it only is a, it is a cool challenge. To uh, like that. We. We did a show with the Nerdalogs about a year ago now um, called The Multiverse versus George Lucas because we have to mm-hmm. write things like that. Um, and uh, But one of the things, we uh, um, pulled historical characters but from alternate universes. So I played um, an alternate universe Jane Goodall where oh she, yeah, where she was a, uh, she was still like a chimp expert, um, but she was also a talk show host. Uh, so, Fantastic. Um, so I hosted the Jane Goodall show, and one of the fun things about it was like, yeah, finding that balance between if this woman were like, like out, like really. Um, you know, outspoken and vivacious and uh, and kind of uh, edgy, but at the same time, so during the monologue, quote unquote, for the show, I'd be delivering jokes, and then after each punchline, I would have this like solemn moment where I would tie in some uh, uh, like dark fact about oh. like chimps, chimps yes. and so just be like. Uh, I had a joke that was something about, like, how overpopulated, um, uh, New York was. Or someone said that, uh, they didn't want to live in New York because they found it too crowded and smelly, and I was just like, you know, too crowded and smelly, they should see our chimpanzee band's dressing room, just as the, like, (laughs) dumb punchline, and then, and then it, and then it'd just be like, but seriously... Deforestation and uh, (laughs) overpopulation of American cities are one of the biggest threats to chimpanzees in our lives. You know, like, uh, so is this really fun? um, Yeah, to take a solemn thing. Yeah, moment. Yeah, uh, so I could totally um, from the end. I played really briefly at the beginning of the show. Played Amelia Earhart, which is what made me think of it originally. Yeah. Uh, from you mentioning it. But that sounds awesome. Do you guys have any plans of remounting it soon? We do. Or we not remount it in January. Cool. Or, or February. At the well, pub house? Yeah, at pub house. Yeah, dope. Um, That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I know, um, didn't Keenan Camp play Teddy Roosevelt He did, and he still will. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. He's great. I, he's on my list of people to get to eventually do the show. Oh, he, he can nerd out on so many things. Oh, yeah. Super so, nerd. That's, I love yeah. it. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I think, um, the question that I was going to ask is like, uh, I joked about it at the beginning because of the clone high reference, but like how and why, like, do you have, how do you feel about how much tragedy has struck the case? It's like, I just feel like you can't can't talk about the family in general without, I feel like they just can't catch a break. Yeah. It it so I distinctly remember when uh, I've been, I think I'm missing on that phrase a lot on this show. Um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It uh, doesn't matter. I remember. Uh, oh God, how old are we? How old were we when um, JFK's Junior's 
plane went down and mm-hmm. they were like the search for it mm-hmm. and I was glued to yeah. the TV uh, because I I was just like no it can't be yeah. another and it can't be something like this yeah dumb not yeah. dumb but like yeah but this so, random random and, and rare relatively mm-hmm. you know yeah uh I, it, yeah the fact that all this tragedy I I mean, I understand Jackie's uh, want and instinct to flee the country and marry a Greek shipping magnate. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know magnate. that happened. Uh, happened. Af- especially after Bobby, because, like, um, after Bobby died, she was like, uh, like, they're hunting Kennedys and my children are next. And wow. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, understandably so. Yeah, like, yeah. How could you not like, see it? Like you that watched that your husband's head get blown off would, in front of you. Yeah, and as get close over, as you could have been yeah, to that happening. Get all over yourself in your dress, and then to like the only link you have to him anymore is his brother and his, of course his family. But like Bobby and and Jack were like. You but know, I was gonna say it's like you said they were the closest. They were the very closest. So. How many siblings did he have? Oh, um, let me count. Uh, so he had an older brother who actually died in World War II. Wow. Um, that, that's Joe Jr. Uh, <laughs> of course he had a brother who died so, in World War II. <laughs> uh, of course that family. <laughs> well, actually, uh, when Jack was decorated, um, cause Jack kind of, uh, was recognized when he saved people at, on PT-109. Okay. Uh, which sunk in the South Pacific, like, uh, generally in the area of Hawaii. Okay. Um, in shark-infested waters. And he saved his, uh, his like, crew mates by continually swimming and uh, gripping the rope of the life jacket in his teeth. Oh my god. Uh, and they were eventually picked up by another boat, but like... That's crazy. He, he did not stop swimming because he didn't want the, like, he didn't want the sharks to see, like, dead weight and yeah. attack, so he just kept swimming and swimming and swimming, waiting for someone to get them. That's with crazy. With his, um, his, like, uh, one of his, you know, fellow, I don't know, what do you call them? Soldiers? Maybe? Mm, shipmates? Shipmates? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Military they, they, terms. They do have... It's not soldiers, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but like, yeah. And we he, don't know, like, was, soldiery stuff he had, either. He had the rope, rope of his friend's life jacket uh, in his teeth. And, that's crazy. And that's also why he had such bad, bad back problems. Uh, that's one of the things that a lot of people, like, it's known now, but at the time, like, people didn't know. He was so, so messed up. They're called sailors? Na- sailors, yeah. Yeah, sailors, they've got to be. Sailor, right? Yeah, they've got to be. Um... But he was so messed up from that, like, his back was seriously messed up. And he was also, like, already, he was a sickly child. Like, he had, I can't remember exactly what he had, but, like, there was a period in his childhood where he was bedridden. Huh. Um, and, like, almost didn't make it. And, huh. like, survived to adulthood, clearly. But, like, after that and the PT-109 thing, he had terrible back problems and he would have to wear a back brace that was basically like from like man nipple to like <laughs> mid like almost to butt. Wow. And it, it kept him like seated upright. Interesting. And he had to be on like tons of shots and stuff. Like he was in 
He was in severe pain for most of his life. Huh. And when he got back from, uh, oh no, something else happened where nurse Jackie was like nursing him back to health. I can't remember what that was. I think he had needed surgery, but like, he, he was a decorated war hero, uh-huh. and at the time, his older brother like wasn't. Oh. And like, there there was kind of like some brotherly competition competition-y stuff. Yeah. Um, but he ended up. Uh, his brother ended up being shot down in England hmm. in the Air Force. Um, so that like all the dreams that Joe had for his oldest son were kind of transferred to John. Gotcha. Or JFK. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even know where we were. No, I just was, was kind of like asking about the, I just don't think you could talk about the Kennedys without oh, talking about the, tragedy. Oh, about general. tragedy. Yeah. Um, Man, I don't know. There's a really cool quote uh, from, and I don't know, I think I looked it up. I was trying to find out if it was, like, one of those bullshit quotes, like, you hear from, like, a television show and that's, like, doesn't end up being true or if it was something that was really said. Interesting. But someone close to the Kennedys once said, uh, uh, to be Irish is to know that in the end the world will break your heart. Wow. Which is kind of a quote that rings pretty true yeah um i but i was saying before i could totally understand how jackie kind of fleed for a while and went to greece and was kind of just living with aristotle and her children Mm -hmm. on his on his boat was that the name of the magnate uh yeah aristotle Aristotle onassis (laughs) oh yeah yeah uh, i know is, is her second husband and uh people in america were really weirdly pissed off by that when she married him. They thought, like, how dare you, like... <laughs> Even though John had been faithful during their right. actual marriage. Well, I don't think people knew that at the time. Oh, yet. That hadn't come out gotcha. really just yet. Um, but I, I believe it was two or three years later. So it's not like he was fresh in the grave. Like, right, right. Uh, and also, you know, uh, Robert had just died and I think she was kind of being courted by him and people thought it was so strange because oh, yeah, he was like that's right. yeah. he was he was much older and she had met him before mm-hmm. uh she, she and her sister had gone traveling after Patrick died cuz she was kind of just like really messed up yeah. after that and Jack kind of like let her just take a Do trip and get away I think I don't know how long she was gone like I think a, a few weeks maybe a month uh, but she she met him there. Oh. Uh, so, so she actually knew Aristotle while JFK was still alive. Oh, but, like, interesting. But clearly there was, like, he was, you know, like not a romantic yeah. uh, prospect at the time. Right. Um, but like people were weirded out because like he was so much older and she was like, how do you go, they were like, how do you go from JFK, like this like enormously attractive man to like this old like, Greek man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so funny. Th- the thing is, people, I don't think they realize, like, uh, he was very charming. Aristotle mm-hmm. was very charming, and he offered this safety that no one else could offer her. Mm-hmm. In addition to being attractive and, like, a just, like, a worldly mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, it was him being, like, very charming and sweet, coupled with the security. Yeah, because I mean, at that point, how over, could she not be oh, drawn yeah. towards because that? Because above all, Jackie just like so was in love with motherhood and wanted to be a good mom and wanted mm-hmm. to be a good parent. And 
I think the, the solution, especially after Bobby, the the best way she saw to protect her ch- children was to leave, mm-hmm. to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So, what did. happened to Caroline? What do you mean? What happened to Caroline? Well, I mean I she's mean, still alive. Yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, she is. Okay. She is. Yeah. Okay. So she's just sitting here, just like wait, like watching the clock tick, waiting for something horrible to happen to her. You know what I, I don't mean? Know. I mean, I think uh, she's great, and I don't know exactly what she does now. Um, she does. A lot. I mean, she's she's a philanthropist and does has cool. so many charities. I feel like at that um, point, you kind of. I think she have to she, be. <laughs> she kind of like. Uh, she's certainly in some way involved in the Kennedy Center honors. Oh, um, of course, I forgot about that. In some capacity, um, but I mean, she has a family. She like I think other than her like she lives in the U.S. and everything. Yeah, she lives in America. Um, I think other than. Uh, you know, her, like, charity and public... I think she lives leads a pretty quiet, private life. It seems like it. Um, her name is Caroline Kennedy Schlossberg now. So, she... <laughs> Schlossberg. Schlossberg. Uh, so... Anna, what is she... What was the... Arabella, can you Ar- imagine? Can you imagine? Schlossberg, can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, gosh... They, yeah, they've just had so many. It's that, just that family crazy. Has, has lived too much. Yeah. I always, I often think about like uh, if someone close to me, like I just don't know how these people go on. Yeah, after so much has happened, it just like, seems like that is how they do it. You know what I mean? Because so much, they just have to have like have become to, yeah. numb to it at some point. It's gotta be so hard which is a terrible way to view it i, I mean know. i'm sure it's still like the weight of all that is... i but i res- i really respect people because like i don't think i can handle that level of like yeah grief yeah so I, crazy. I think i think it's amazing yeah that... being able to get out from under that yeah is uh is so intense mm-hmm uh, cool. Well, yeah, I just, I just feel like we had to speak to that as a, oh. a big picture. Are there any other specific, um, like, members of the family that you think are interesting in, uh, or, um, or, uh, or, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to speak to but haven't been able to specifically? Um, yeah, I would love to talk about, um... Jackie's fashion sense. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Since you so aptly put that I'm, I'm wearing pearl earrings and, <laughs> and, and a nice sweatshirt <laughs> and, uh, uh, and uh, basketball shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, really, it really ties it all together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, like, the way in which uh, Jackie dressed herself is just so cool and uh she had a like a personal designer really when she was in the white house oleg cassini is Ola? His oleg cassini oleg. um and she had this like very terrific like fashion fashion sense and like w- people would talk about like her chanel suits mm-hmm. uh which actually were not chanel uh she would uh, she would you know uh kind of get the latest fat or get like uh sketches of the latest fashions that were 
uh, especially being sold and going up in Paris. Yeah, like and you said, she was a They would be made here in America because oh. if anyone caught wind of her wearing a Chanel suit, like as you know, yeah, American first lady, right? Like, and it's the same way. Like people give Michelle Obama crap all the time for the stuff, Ooh, stuff she wears, and like, and she wore White House Black Market one time. It's like, oh yeah, that's an affordable dress. That's right. And, I remember and great looking. Yeah, oh, I, she's looks damn good. But actually, I, I see a lot of, um, not to the but extent even though, that Jackie did, but I see a lot of that with Michelle Obama, where oh, she has like her, sure. her personal designer. And, uh-huh. I can totally um, see that. I mean, even Obama got flack for wearing a tan suit or something like that. Uh, they they had a pretty decent uh, weekend update joke about it. Uh, one of Michael Che's first jokes as an anchor was like, uh, I can't wait for everyone to see, uh, like, after midterm Obama, because he's just gonna, like, go be able to, like, let loose more than he has. And he basically said something to the effect of, if you thought it was crazy that he wore a tan suit, wait until Obama wears a purple suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was funny. it was really solid. That, that was one of my favorite jokes. And then, um... Oh, my God. They did a bit... That was unfortunately way too close and not as funny as the uh, Key and Peele um, East versus West Bowl like fake uh, college oh. football player names. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm talking about? They basically did that, but with the NFL, where every NFL player, well, after they introduced themselves, they just said the crime that they had committed. Oh, um, yeah. And the very last one was Chris Pratt played a uh, guy who was just like, my name's. Dennis Jackson, I sent a picture of my wiener to Michelle Obama. Go Panthers! Like, the, <laughs> the way he delivered it was hilarious. Uh, but anyway, that is way off topic. But yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that they could still get really... Like, is this really what we're going to make a big deal out of? Right, that? and I think people, <laughs> people get um, very sensitive about like the materialism mm-hmm. of... Uh, you know, dressing that way. Uh, but, like, to to speak to the Obama suit thing, like, uh, Jack knew how to dress, too. And mm-hmm. I think Jackie made sure of, like, whenever he went out, like, he was looking sharp. Or, like, mm-hmm. she had someone to make sure he was looking right. good. Right, sure, Like, sure, the, sure. the um, for instance, of the debate with Nixon is the best one where the people who watched it on television were like, oh, Jack clearly won... Because he was dressed in a sharp black suit, uh, and like stood out against the like in a in black and white. The backdrop is gray. Uh, Nixon's wearing gray. Uh, He's like clammy and like his eyes are like sullen. And sure. like they put makeup on Jack because it's television. Right. Like, no That's one looks so good funny. under like those lights it just with, like yeah just, your skin is clear like and... no makeup on right. it doesn't happen right no one That's on so television funny. is not wearing even just a little bit of makeup yeah so sure. like it, that... and she was so influential too oh it oh, was yes. just like the whole it just changed like the entire but especially i think of it um in uh i think of actually the assassination and her specifically effect from uh I feel like I can only relate things to fiction, but Mad Men. Uh, mm-hmm. that, it was a huge story arc on Mad Men. Uh, the, the assassination was, and like they made a point to uh, 
draw attention to the fact that Jackie's fashion uh, was affecting like okay. everyone in the office basically. That's really cool. Yeah. And she was I mean she was a huge I think women didn't realize that they could like dress so to use like a very east coast so smart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you get like and it's I people like I said before people get hung up on like the materialism of it, mm-hmm. but the fact is Whatever you're wearing, it sends a message to someone. Sure. Uh, clothing makes a statement. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide, like... I, I mean, I'm not saying you have to, like, spend so, a ton of money, but, mm-hmm. like, if you're going out into the world, like, you have to, you know, dress to impress. Mm-hmm. And clothing is important. And, you know... Oh, God. I'm getting hung up on my words here. No, no. Um, but, like... Presenting yourself as the best self you can in the sure. moment is like just a great way to be. Sure, uh, and it's and, I, and it's the immediate whether for better or worse, it's the first impression. Right, it's a it's a first impression that everybody sees of you, mm-hmm. uh, and it's how I mean, yeah. If you see someone like if you went to a show and saw an actor wearing like just like I don't know schlubby jeans and yeah. like an untucked shirt on stage, you're like, that person doesn't care. Like, yeah. It's hard to... Even, even, like, it's fine if you're going to, the, like, running to get, like, cereal. Like, yeah. I don't care if you're, like, wearing, in sweatpants in 7-Eleven. Right. But if you're going out somewhere, like, respect yourself and respect other people enough to just, like, look decent, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's very much a, uh, a commentary on the whole, uh, shorts form improv. Yes, yeah. shorts form. And I've heard... shorts form. <laughs> shorts form. Uh, so, yeah, I think, um, the way that I've heard it put is that, like, I, you want, uh... There's a desire for performers to be dressed slightly, at least slightly better than the audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, this person is in front of me and I'm supposed to be, excuse me, you know, having some level of respect for them. And whether it's conscious or not, uh, you know, whether it's a conscious thought of, oh, what the fuck is this guy wearing? Or just subconsciously you know, while you're you're getting, like, distracted by it in performance. I think yeah. there's something to be said and for that, for sure. Just in life, it's important to know how to dress yourself. <laughs> like, you need to know how to dress yourself and what looks good on you and, like, how to, like, bring out your best features. Mm-hmm. And she knew how to do that to a T. She knew exactly the styles that looked the best on her. She knew exactly um, the right colors and the right way to dress for each situation Mm -hmm. and that is a you know a skill that people is is important and people need to know and it's something I think about a lot and I think just like thinking about the having her like that kind of influence in my brain Mm -hmm. has affected the way I dress a lot and uh I do like I mean people make comments they're like why are you so dressed up and I'm like because I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And like a lot of times I've just come from work, so I'm yeah. like dressed in my work clothes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I'm not if I'm out or like at a sh- even just watching a show, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. dress like a schlub. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna dress nice because I respect you <laughs> and I respect myself. Yeah. Um and it's it's just nice to look nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to? Totally. So I get that. Yeah. So I think just like thinking about the way she dressed and how she knew, like, what was right for every occasion and situation is, has, like, kind of 
rubbed off on me and I, I like that. having a specific like she has a very specific style and I think I have a style mm-hmm. in which I like dress myself and that like works for me. Operate in yeah. and can shop towards and right. things like that. Exactly. That's awesome. It's good to like know who you are and mm-hmm. know how to shop for yourself. Mm-hmm. And she I, represents a lot of that. Yeah, I feel like I didn't even I mean, I'm far from uh fashion eloquent, but I feel like I had I had even less of that until the last like few years uh but god i and i part this is uh just a weird like me story uh when i was in middle school which i feel like is a pretty you know uh coming of age time in especially females lives it's Mm -hmm. like so fucking awkward and terrible uh we had uniforms for my uh seventh and eighth grade years and then when i got to high school I just didn't have any clothes that I had, like, actually worn in the last few years. Because all my clothes that I wore outside of school were just, like, you know, jeans that were too big for me and, like, t-shirts that were too big Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, I went to, like, Catholic school, so I had uniforms all the time, Yeah, I just feel like I got to high school and just had no concept of how to dress myself. Um, And I feel like I'm just now kind of starting to figure those things out but even then I'm garbage at it I've been lucky enough to have roommates over while I was at uh Fervent in college and now with uh, Stephanie who will like help me dress for things when I'm supposed to look nice <laughs> oh, I, I love shopping for people and dressing people so yeah. if anyone needs a shopper uh-huh. or like wants someone to go out with them and help dress them I, I would that. I would be more than happy to do that awesome I, I truly do love it open invite yeah (laughs) i feel like this uh slightly ties into because you're talking about the um specific effect that you feel like her fashion sense has had on yours um my wrap-up question of uh how do you feel like the uh your love of the kennedys in general and you can uh specifically make it Jackie. Um uh, but yeah, just the Kennedys in general has affected you um and your life um creatively, which we've already talked about a little bit, but we can speak to that a little bit more. And just your life in general. How have they affected my life in general? Um well we've already touched on fashion. Mm-hmm. Um I think mostly uh The Kennedys are just, um, a really cool, um, and unique glimpse on, like, a very unique time in American history. Sure. And, um, I think just, uh, talking about, like, people refer to the, the Kennedys as, the Kennedys in the White House as Camelot. Oh. Uh, And... God, I don't know exactly what effect that has on me. That's hard to say as an artist. I don't know. I think as an artist, I'm... Having knowledge of the Kennedys kind of just makes me a unique person. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, in improv, everybody has, like, a nerdy thing. Sure. Um, and my nerd things are different than, like, normal nerds yeah. nerd things. And I sometimes feel out of place in that because so many of my friends love, like comic books mm-hmm. and, and Star Wars mm-hmm. and uh, like 
things of that. I really comics with books and Star Wars just covers everything almost. Yeah, um, <laughs> I get it. Um, uh, I get but, it. But and I feel sometimes out of place because I don't. I I can't change myself to like those things. Sure. It's just like I. I've never grown up liking them. Yeah. But I love the Kennedys, and I'm not ashamed to like history. And I think that they represent um, a poise and, uh, like, weirdly an elegance that I, as a family... And as, like, an institution, uh-huh. uh, at, like, the institution of their family, yeah. uh, that I would, like, to kind of, like, strive emulate. to and emulate. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah, I that's, think... That's a great answer. Yeah. They're... At their best, they represented a, a really great time of opportunity mm-hmm. in America. And, sure. And, uh, yeah, I think that the 60s are, like, to me... A very classic time, mm-hmm. and I kind of think of myself as kind of like a a class. Like I think I dress in a, like a classic way that can't really be defined by like we're hipster. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like a hipster right now. Right, or... sure, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> or um, or like uh, the neurologics have been talking a lot about those like gap ads dress normal like and like normal normally are you familiar with this wait what what do the ads say uh the there's literally an uh uh gap ad campaign right now called dress normal and they're uh like the print ads are just people with like you know white t-shirts and black skinny jeans and it's just like it's a uh and then the the television spots are like, let your actions speak louder than your clothes, basically. Okay. So they're like trying to encourage like normalizing like uh, flat colors and uh, uh, just. It, okay, it's no, annoying. I know what you're yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean that's basically the idea is that it's like it's kind of an annoying concept in general. It's almost like Hitler youth ish. That's a little yeah. I uh, understand what you mean though. But yeah, like I'll... encouraging uniformity in dress so you can ex- encourage like extraordinary actions. Yes, I guess right uh, is the bold the actions. concept of the campaign. Okay, yeah. uh, it's well, it seems like they missed the mark a little bit. It's interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I think I yeah, there's like there's a cool there's a lot of, you know, crossroads going when you think about the Kennedys. There's like the sense of duty and family and opportunity mm-hmm. like the Kennedys were and kind tragedy. of creating this like <laughs> this yeah, and tragedy of course <laughs> and tragedy like um they're kind of creating this like this America that had he lived, like, that might have been a really cool America yeah. to be a part Witness of. Witness and be a part Witness of. Witness and be a part of. And, uh... And as a result, we kind of saw this, like, darker... Yeah, we entered a really dark time with, yeah. uh, Vietnam and everything that kind of resulted from that. And yeah, I mean, and it's hard to... I feel like it's hard for us to think about the Kennedy assassination, at least for me, I won't speak for everyone, but at least for me, it's hard to think about the Kennedy assassination without thinking about 9-11 because I just feel like there's 
comparison yeah, where is drawn. In? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, that comparison is drawn so oh, often. Because that was our parents' generation of... Right. And we were kids right. when 9-11 happened. Right, right. So I just think that's... That fucking says something, you yeah. know? And making, like, that comparison being drawn is so, uh, like, major to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to... I, I guess to wrap wrap it up, um, they they represent uh, kind of just going after opportunity and a ruthless attitude with uh, like without ruthless intent. To, oh, if you know that, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I especially like the way Jack was a politician. Uh, like they were, you know. Tough cookies. Mm-hmm. It's being in politics is tough. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah, feel like you I, can't really do it without but, a ruthless attitude. But I think that, uh, like at their heart, the Kennedys were really good people, mm-hmm. and they're polite mm-hmm. uh, and respectful, mm-hmm. and uh, just very decent and kind to people. Especially, I think they were decent and kind to people who were not of. Especially not of their socioeconomic status. They mm-hmm. never looked down on people That's who great. didn't have money mm-hmm. or who didn't have wealth. They just wanted to get to the White House to like make things better. That's awesome. And a perfectly logical reason to uh, look up to that and strive towards it and learn about it and everything. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. This I had a great time. A total bless. Uh, I've been really looking forward to it since you told me that's what you wanted to talk about because I feel like there haven't been too many historical topics and I love well, that great. we got to kind I love of like to, delve into that. Of course, yeah. I'd love to add to the, you know, historical content of MBSing. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> We going legit. No, we're not. We're going to talk about poop later or something. Uh, Well, Marie, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I love you, and I mean that. I love you, too. Aww. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.